At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The numbers told the story. They always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game here on VSIN. It is Matt Brown in for Gil Alexander. Kelly Bidlin is behind the glass. However, familiar voice, familiar face for you fans of the show. Wanted to talk a little NFL, and it was mainly because I saw an article that was written that I thought was very, very interesting. I immediately sent it to Kelly, and I said, hey, by the way, hold on to this for two weeks because I'm coming on the show in two weeks, and I want to talk about this with you on air because, look, there is – it's something that will get brought up when we get to, like, week 16, 17, 18. When we get to that, this stuff will start coming out. But for us to maybe look at it ahead of time – and to at least have it out there, is there anything that may or may not tip us one way whenever we're looking at some of these season-long prop-type situations? But, Kelly, a really good article that was written, I think it was on the 33rd team uh, that, yeah. that, it, that it was written, about all the various incentives and things like that that are going on in the NFL with some of the big players that signed some of these deals. And, you know, we, we can start off with Daniel Jones, and there's just, you know, an incredible amount of incentives for Daniel Jones, and if you're watching at home, which, by the way, you should be, VEASAN.com, VEASAN Plus subscription, $9.99 free trial. Limited time offer, though. You want to hurry and get on that because things can go up. It could be $19.99 by the time you go at it. But Daniel Jones, I mean, listen, this is a just a huge list of incentives for Daniel Jones. And listen, don't think that these guys don't know this and don't think that these guys don't understand when, it, when they start getting close to these things, like 19 or more touchdown passes or rank in the top 15 of the NFL in touchdown passes, he gets a quarter milli. 25 touchdown passes, he gets another $375,000. If he gets 31 touchdown passes, another $375,000. If he can throw for 3,325 yards, he gets a quarter million dollars. If he can throw for 3,800 yards, he gets another $375,000. It goes on and on and on with Daniel Jones. And these are all things that are performance-based incentives that some of which are, in fact, attainable. I mean, some of the, you know, listen, 4,700 or more yards, he gets another 37, you know, listen, like like 4,700 yards is a lot of yards. Like, like Daniel yeah. Jones ain't throwing over to 4,700 yards, but could he possibly throw for 3,700? Could he possibly get to 27 touchdowns, all these different things where he's going to be making, Kelly, I mean, in theory, I kind of tallied it up for Jones and the stuff that I thought that was at least realistic for him. and. He could make another couple million dollars this year if he's if he's able to hit about half of these incentives that I think are within the realm of possibility. Yeah, yeah, and it's the uh, look quarterbacks obviously have the most control over this yes. stuff, but it is you know you you led into it well. I think it's something this is a good exercise to at least look at at the beginning of the season because 
this is always a reality in the final yes. week, two weeks of the season. And there's it's always brought up how that there's a receiver out there that needs three more catches. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, shocker, in the fourth quarter, the ball's going to him yeah. a lot. Yeah, I mean, these quarterbacks want to take care of their dudes, and, and they're going to do that, which is why, I mean, we can take a look. Because um, we have Odell's stuff, right? And so, like, let's look, let's look at Odell's stuff here. And you know, he just signed the one-year deal with the Ravens, but it was pretty contract. It was pretty uh, incentive-laden as well. And you take a look with with Odell. I mean, thirty receptions. You would think this guy can't catch thirty passes, but that's worth a quarter million dollars. Forty's worth a half a million. Fifty's worth seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. If he can get sixty catches on the year or lead the team in receptions, it's another million dollars for him. And then it continues to kind of trickle up with Odell just as far as the yardage that he's able to get over the course of the season, starting just at 250 receiving yards. He gets another quarter of a million dollars in all of this. Yeah, so whenever you look at these, you know, deals, I mean, listen, Odell, a million dollars is a million dollars. I don't care how rich you are. A million dollars is a million dollars. And if you think that that guy doesn't have, if he's sitting at 58 catches with a game or two left, that he ain't going to be screaming at Lamar to throw the ball to him and he ain't going to be looking at all those. Like, these are things that are going to be coming up. By the way, if he gets to 1,000 yards, he gets another cool million dollars, does Odell Beckham. Nine touchdowns also gets him another million dollars. So you can see, again, Odell has a chance to make several million dollars in contract incentives as well. And these are all things, 750 re- receiving yards is 750K. So just we can kind of keep in mind, and this might be something that we can, Kelly and I can just, you know, be sure to keep in touch and we can kind of monitor some of these as we move along. But, you know, does, what does this do from a season long perspective? Like what are these guys going to be doing? I mean, you see Odell's, the number is just at 575. It's not very high on Odell. He was brought in and certainly was paid Kelly to be their number one, right? I mean, he was, this is not like a guy that was brought in to be a number two. And so we're talking fewer than 600 yards needed for him to get his over on his, on his yearly prop at 575 and a half. I know there are injury concerns. I know that he didn't get signed at the end of last year because people were worried about those injury concerns. I think the Ravens are a sharp organization. I cannot imagine that the Ravens would give a dude $15 million or up to $15 million with all these incentives and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. if they didn't feel pretty confident in where he was going to be come time to, to, to take some snaps in week one. So, again, I, it would, I, I know we don't like to play overs, but it would be an over pass for me on Odell because, again, like getting to 600 receiving yards is really not all that much for if you are a true number one in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, and, and you're talking about – I think you got to look through this. There was a lot made of that, right, of Odell not getting signed by a team at the mm-hmm. end of the year. But, like, that injury timeline was still really short. It really was. And, and what we're talking about now is a way more realistic timeline for him to return to action and be not only not only way healthier than what we're talking about last November, last December, but be, what, I mean, near 100% or as good as he's going to be going forward uh, at this age. And, look, when we last saw him on the field – Matt, he was in. He was incredibly uh, important mm. for what the Rams oh, yeah. were doing down that stretch. So, you okay? B- bundle all. How many that guys together. you think got to five seventy six in the NFL last year? How many guys got to five seventy six? Yeah, because he he's five seventy five and a half. How many guys got to five seventy six? Fifty. Sixty five different guys. I'm actually, was surprised I was that close. Got to five hundred and seventy six receiving yards yeah. last year. By the way, that includes. 
Alec Pierce, Khalif Raymond, wow. Paris Campbell, David Njoku got over this. Yes, okay, I know. So real basic math. That's basically two receivers a team, right? Yes. So KJ Osborne got to this, <laughs> got to this receiving number again. Just say I, th- it's baked in the health. I mean, obviously the, yeah. the health is baked into this number, and this is assuming that he's not going to play. What? five, six games over the course of this year. Because, again, you were talking K.J. Osborne mm-hmm. got to 576 receiving yards last year. I mean, he's going to roll into camp, though, as what? The number two wide receiver, if that? like, And you're talking about a new offense, right? A new offensive coordinator in camp there in Baltimore that we've been all we've been hearing about is this, this heavier passing attack that the Baltimore Ravens are going to incorporate I, I, that would be overs all day on on Odell Beckham. Listen, I know there is an injury history there, and so I get all of that. But again, I, I there are very few organizations that I really look at and do say I think they're sharp. Yeah. And I think the Ravens fall into that category. I think they are pretty sharp, and I can't imagine they're going to bring in a dude to pay him that much money if they were really and truly concerned about what he was going to uh, be able to contribute from the team. One more I want to look at real quick. Juju Smith-Schuster was definitely signed to be the number one there for New England. Of course, there are rumors out there that DeAndre Hopkins is going to be visiting, and he would certainly take over that number one role if that was the case. That's why I wanted to that, that Juju wanted to include him here, Kelly, because, listen, there are incentives in this contract. 950 more receiving yards gets him $750,000. If he can get to 1,100, gets him another $750,000. So, again, if he can get to 1,101 yards, that's a $1.5 million bonus for Juju Smith-Schuster. Problem being here for Juju Smith-Schuster is if they do sign another receiver, then he his especially if that receiver happens to be DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. his looks are going to get cut by a substantial amount. And so... Unlike what we were talking about with Odell, it would only be unders for me from a juju standpoint. One, another guy that does have his own health concerns. So mm-hmm. We can talk about that. Also, no longer has Patrick Mahomes throwing him the football, which is a pretty big thing, I might add. And if the Patriots do end up trying to add depth at that receiver position, you know, listen, there's no... There's no loyalty to Mac Jones to Juju Smith-Schuster, right? I mean, they have no rapport. They have no chemistry. They have no history together. So whoever that guy might be, whoever whoever Mac Jones enjoys throwing the ball to the most is going to get a, a bunch of looks here. So unlike these other guys, even with those incentives for him, I would be under or pass. Yeah, completely under or pass. And, and, and actually, I, it might even get close to, to a bet for me if you were looking at this mm, now because yeah. – I, even if it's not DeAndre Hopkins, and I know there's not a whole lot of other guys out there, but you got to add something. Yeah, I'm like, are the Patriots really running <laughs> into this season with this wide receiving group that I'm looking at right yeah, now? I know. Um, and I mean, look, this team had its offensive struggles last year too. Even if we want to just talk about that part of the game, uh, this is Mac Jones took a step back last year. Is I think we all expect him to to find at least a middle ground between what he did his rookie year and last year uh, in, in this third season, but. Man, I don't think you can forget that when, you, when you're looking at some of these props. Since we don't have enough time to get to a couple of these other things that we'll get to, and we'll, we'll do that at 8.30, so stick around, 8.30 Pacific, talk about uh, some Bryce Young props, some Justin Herbert props, things like that. I think these are fairly interesting with some of the news coming out of, of minicamp here as we've got this going on. But, Kelly, I mean, let's, we'll just keep on going with the Patriots. For me, Patriots are one of my bigger fades of the year. I, I have an under on them already from a win total perspective. 
And it's a couple of different things, right? I mean, if you look on paper, you just you just you just looked at the wide receiver core and can't even believe that that's what they're going in. Yeah. Like they are the m- most inferior team in that division by a long shot from a player perspective. Then they have the worst quarterback in the division by a long shot as well at this point. And then if you just look at the end of the day, they have the hardest schedule in all of the NFL, and that actually does matter. So you're talking about a lot of things that are working against this Patriots squad, and Bill Belichick's never going to say, hey, yeah, we're rebuilding and we're, you know, whatever. that's just not in his nature. But I think also Bill Belichick, as the football guy, has to look at that roster and understand, listen, we're not going to be able to compete this year. This is not a team that can get it done. We might be better off trying to climb up the draft board a little bit and, and try and see if we can't improve this roster a ton. So, again, I, I'm a big fade here. Seven and a half. Yeah, of this New England Patriots team. Ben Wilson talking some college baseball when we come back. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure and visit vcin.com to check out the current betting splits data. Split bets. Want to know where the money and the bets are moving for every game. Betting splits page updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all of the action. Betting splits. Another way vcin's here. To make you a smarter, better year-round, vcin.com to get all them splits. Get another and get them splits. Get them splits. I still haven't figured out a better golfer than Tyrrell Hatton for a bar fight. I, I was looking... Maybe you can. maybe big rig Higgs. Oh, like yeah. I think I think the I think the big rig might have might be able to throw down a little bit if it came down to it. So I, I don't well, I can't that, say yeah, for certain. That's why I started with pound for pound. Okay, because come on, we're, those are completely different weight class. Yeah, but I think I'd still rather have Tyrrell Hatton than Bryson DeChambeau. And Bryson DeChambeau weighs yes. three hundred and seventy five pounds and nothing but solid muscle, elk meat. You know, like that's all he's that's all he's got going on. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd still probably rather have Tyrrell Hatton because he'll fight dirty, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, he'll fight dirty. You know, th- let's see Let's see who Ben Wilson would have, one of the fine hosts here on this network. Ben, you're sitting there at a bar. A guy's messing with you. 
you have a professional golfer to your right. You know you're about to have to throw down. What professional golfer do you want in this bar fight situation? I mean, it's obvious. It, it's John Daly. The Just the unhinged nature of his ability to be co- totally off the rails is who I would want. I guess, and also, I guess you I know, I could get you know, there. I guess, you know, I just don't know how scrappy John is or how much he would care. I think, I think he's, no, that's a good point. I think he's got a lot of tricks. You know, he's got the old school, you know, you know, the, uh, the below the table tricks that nobody would even see that you would just all of a sudden you're like, wait, what just happened? That's and true. then John, and then like he's smoking a cigarette while he's fighting. It just, it kind of throws you off. Uh, I know, I know on the other end of the spectrum, it's a tie between Jeff Sluman and Matthew Fitzpatrick for, for golfer. I would least want to, uh, yes. Well, Fitzpatrick is up there. <laughs> Fitzpatrick is up there for sure. There, there's definitely, there's no, there's no doubt about if that. If we're going to the olds real quick, I think Robert Allenby deserves a shout out too, just because we yes. know he's gotten into bar fights before. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, there, there is that. I, I like, you know, I think we're, th- we're, we're on to something here. We might have to get some power ratings for next week or whenever, whenever we come on here. Ben, before we get into the college baseball stuff, I mean, I know you're a big tennis guy. You and I texted a couple of different times throughout the course of the tournament. We go on, we see Djokovic take it down. Do you where where is your kind of hierarchy now from a goat perspective? That seems to be the talk. It seems to be the narrative here, and I, I I hear some people who are still on Federer. And look, I'm the biggest Federer guy on the face of the planet, but I think I have to at some point when one guy has won all three Grand Slams three different times and has done it in a couple of different eras as well. I think I do have to at least face the reality that that maybe it is actually Djokovic. No, and I'm I'm definitely at that point too because let's be realistic about the you know the Federer and the, the Nadal conversations. It's always been you know because we are you know as human beings interpreting this stuff from a just legacy perspective, we're all always thinking about the person, right? And Federer was the, the like the classiest, most uh, willing to speak to the you know, the media, both him and Nadal. And so I think that definitely played a role in this over the years. Just the most like the graceful competitors that they were. And Djokovic has always kind of been that that third, like that bratty type guy who comes in and, you know, and, and he was the guy who was riling up Federer at, at Miami all those years ago when, when Djokovic was like 17 and he's the one who's kind of crashed the party. But you can't, you can't discount the longevity for Djokovic and the fact that he is still at this level, the fact that his fitness is still world-class and he's almost 40. Like it's, it's, it's just unbelievable what he has done. So I'm definitely there on him being, uh, being the best of all time, as much as I think a lot of people in the tennis world would be begrudgingly uh, having to admit that. I think it's, it's probably time based on what he has just done. I am never going to forgive the people in Roger Federer's camp for not talking him off of that 40 square inch racket head that he used like way after it was unnecessary. Like everyone had moved to these like much bigger rackets and he kept using that tiny little racket. And it just like, I, I am still to this day. I believe that that cost him at least a couple more grand slams because he was playing with equipment that was just, out of date. Like I, I get it. You felt comfortable with it, but I mean, everyone else had moved to these powerful rackets with the bigger heads on it. And like, you just saw Fed, how many yeah. times do we see fed miss hitting all of those heavy topspin balls from Nadal and all this stuff. And it's like, dude, just switch your equipment. When he finally did, he started playing well again. Yeah, I know it. And, and I, and I still, like, I was convinced that his, you know, he would make a final comeback. Like he would get to a mm-hmm. point where he could get back to a physical level just because we're so used now to these athletes at you know, 40 plus. Yeah you know, looking like they can do it. And I, I remember telling Gildas, I think we talked about this. I really felt like this, this 2023, like Wimbledon would be it for him. He would, he would get the body to a position where he could come back. And sometimes it doesn't work that way. And it just, it kind of gave on him. And it's just, it's such a shame that that's how it ended up uh, happening. That all of a sudden it's this random labor cup that nobody ever cares about or watches. And that's it. 
I got to uh, actually have a, now that I get to thinking about it, guys, mind wanders, you know, through the course of a segment. Listen, I have an outright on him this week, but let me tell you, I don't know. I don't know how much damage Colin Morikawa could do if we were in a bar. I mean, he's 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 got he's slight he's slight of build to begin with. Seems like the nicest guy ever on the face of the planet. Like I don't know if he's going to need to get down and dirty like I need him to do in a, in a bar fight. So we've got that uh, over on the college baseball side of things. Wake Forest is your favorite to take it down. Eight teams left here, plus two sixty ish out there for Wake Forest. LSU, your second shot. Florida, Virginia, Tennessee, TCU, Stanford, and then Oral Roberts bringing up the rear as far as the College World Series goes. I've actually had the pleasure of going up to Omaha, taking in the College World Series. It is an awesome experience. It is unlike going to a road football game. People aren't spitting on you and throwing things at you and calling you names because you're kind of all there together and you're going to see the same people over and over again over the course of the next several days. And so everyone kind of gets together and parties a little bit together and stuff. It's a really great experience. If you can ever make the College World Series, I highly, highly recommend it. But Ben... As we head into this thing, we got eight teams left. Who do you like, and why is it LSU? Well, look, you, as you and I know, Matt, when you're when you're an alum of an SEC school, um, you know baseball. <laughs> yes. You just understand yes. more, yes. right? Yes. Yes. Nothing screams SEC like Missouri. Yes. Missouri. Yeah. 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 Nothing screams SEC I, like I Missouri. Had, I know. I had to. I had, yeah, we, we just understand it. It just means more. I'm in the <laughs> so, my, so coming in, I, I only had two futures made this year. One was Vanderbilt 25 to one. One was TCU 40 to one. TCU were still live, still going. And so I would tell for the people out there, I know a lot of people have made futures throughout either the regular season or during regional, super regionals. The whole, like the whole hedging philosophy is very, very different once you get to Omaha because it's not just, you know, it's not like we're in the divisional round of the NFL, right? It's like we have, a double elimination, eight-team tournament. There are so many ways this thing can go. And so I look at it, and I've, I've tried to identify like the one team in each bracket. I like just based on the depth of pitching, depth of hitting. And, you know, I keep going back to Wake Forest at the top, and it's not sexy that a short shot, but mm-hmm. I think at a certain point, we, we've kind of been ignoring them this whole postseason run simply because there wasn't that perceived you know, hashtag value on betting Wake Forest. Uh, but I did add them to the account. I, I basically went with one team from each bracket just as a, you know, an immediate – now, just let's just let's just see what happens. Let's see how far I can ride out this TCU ticket. But I also want two other teams I like in pocket. And you have Wake Forest with the two-time ACC pitcher of the year, Rhett Louder. Dude is just filthy. Has a changeup that's you know low 90s and is basically unhittable. Uh, so I did, unfortunately, in Vegas, the best number is plus 240. So I did add them add them to the account. But you can find plus 275 at uh, at DraftKings right now, which is a good number. I mean, Matt, they go five and zero. Oh, in in the in the regional supers, they outscore their opponents seventy five to sixteen. Yeah, and on the season, they're outscoring teams five eighty three to two oh seven. Like that that is unheard of in college baseball. And they just they hit nine homers against Alabama. That tied a single game postseason record. This guy Brock Wilkin is their stud uh, is their stud at the plate. Seventy career home runs, all time home run leader. It's a team that has no holes, no weaknesses. And I think we've, because we always look for the longer shots in college baseball, because of the variance in the sport, just inherently, we've just kind of overlooked Wake Forest. Uh, LSU obviously is a team that would scare me in that in that top half of the bracket. Um, and and I will be looking to bet the under in game one when those lines come out, LSU and Tennessee, because I assume they'll throw Paul Skeens, the ace for LSU, and he is going to deal. And and I also really like Tennessee's you know combined pitching staff. They're at 375, their uh, their weekend starting ERA. So I'll be looking at an under there, but. Bracket one, I have to get invested on Wake before that number gets any shorter. Benny in the pants. Yeah, it's it's you look you look here. I, I'm trying to listen. I like your position on TCU. I like your position. I know you you, you have Virginia as well. Like 
I don't want to. I just don't want to get involved in the other bracket because I think maybe the three best teams are all on the same side. I I I think you could make an argument: Wake Forest, LSU, and even Tennessee. I know Tennessee has disappointed. You know, has some ups and downs over the course of the season. But I mean, talent wise, I think maybe the three best teams are all on the same side, and so it's real tough. And plus. You talk about depth. I mean, yeah, Skeens at the top is unbelievable. Might be the number one overall pick in the draft whenever it comes around. 188 strikeouts in 107 innings on the course of the season, if that tells you anything. But outside of that, the depth at LSU is at least a little wishy-washy and stuff. So, like, I, I, I like your position a ton on, on TCU and, and even Virginia because I think one of those other two teams, they just, they're just in an easier road to the, to the victory here. No, no doubt. And ultimately, you know, the step up in class for Oral Roberts, I believe, will be be too much for that team, as great as they were. And, and I rode them. We talked about that last week in Super Regionals. But, yeah, I added Virginia just because, I mean, the pitching staff, they had three transfer starters come in. Their last six starts, they've allowed eight earned runs combined. Their weekend starters, 41 innings, five walks, 42 strikeouts over the last six starts. Like, that is just unreal. And that was viewed to be the weakness of Virginia. So, I'm getting them at plus 60 in that second bracket. I'll gladly ride with those three plays here into the World Series. Ben, ben we got to get ben. back out on the course so you can watch me spray some stuff into the desert again. I but, can't wait, yeah, man. We, yeah, we got to get back out there. Tradition I mean, I know. Like on any other. Yeah, I know. It's going to be it's going to be incredible. Ben Wilson, everyone, thank you for joining us. We'll talk some more NFL player props here on the other side. Ben in the beds. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get a daily email recapping all the best bets from the show, hosts, and the guests, including Ben Wilson that was just on here. You'll get unlimited access to our VSIN.com slash picks page as well. You can sort those picks by sport, matchup, and event date. Check the top VSIN experts leaderboard to never find me at the top. And uh, you can see the profit and ROI in which VSIN experts. Have the hot hand for VEASAN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24-7 video access. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. 9.99 VEASAN.com slash subscribe. A little bit of breaking news coming through here at Kelly Bidlin. What you got? Our friends over at Legal Sports Report. Adam, the candy man and his, uh, yeah. his, and his uh, crew over there. Legal sports betting signed into law in North Carolina. Could be having North Carolina as early as January 2024. So another state coming on board here. Welcome, North Carolina. Hopefully you join us uh, in January so you can have time to bet the playoffs and uh, certainly the Super Bowl. I like it. I like it. You know what I like most about that, uh, Matt? Because it's just all selfish reasons, right? Where I have family migrating to the to the Carolinas. Oh. So when I go to visit, mm, bingo, there, there we go. You get the you get all the bonuses and the, right. and the risk-free bets and all the things like that. Uh, the things that make betting and, you know, everywhere else but here so glorious. Spe- speaking of which, yeah. uh, you, you first shared this with me, but I also got the same email. And uh, I believe right now... Don't, don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. Don't even, so, should I not even say it? Don't jinx it, like, until we see it. Like, I don't know. Have you seen it? No. Okay, me neither. I, I'm like, until we see it. But it seems like we might be getting some of the markets that you guys get out there. That's all, I'm gonna, that's all we can share same at this juncture. Yeah, wait, wait, listen, Vegas. we might be getting some of the same markets that you guys get out there. It's going to be incredible. Um, got a couple of people said that uh, on the Twitter machine over here, Kelly, we got a GV who said it was uh, interesting to uh, turn on the television and look up at the contract incentive stuff. 
Um, just because, again, just stuff to think. Of. Look, it's slow, man. It's a it's it's nothing but baseball day, and I ain't got no baseball bets. So let's talk about some other things, you know. Uh, then we got Matthew who Matthew Mayberry who said, uh, you know, he's he said he can't believe that we didn't go with the obvious. Cantlay is the guy that you don't want sitting next to you at the bar if you got to get into a bar fight with a professional golfer as your teammate. Oh, I don't know. I don't. Cantlay's a quiet guy, man. You don't know what he's thinking under the hood. You know, I'm mean? like, I feel like he's that guy. They could like flip. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I think he's quiet for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like maybe you get a few beers in that guy. He becomes, he like, he swings wildly one way or the other. Yeah. Either he's the life of the party or like he becomes that friend that you don't want to take anywhere because he gets out of control. Yeah. I feel like Cantlay might be that guy. That's why he stays so quiet. Keith says Hatton immediately came to mind. He also throws out Kepka and Woodland. I mean, Ke- Kepka is. He'd be on the short list for me, but I think I think he's. I don't know how much he'd care. That's the you know like exactly, I want yeah. like I want someone who's gonna ride or die with me in that. Good bar boy, fight. he ain't gonna care about having your back. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. If he, he gets involved, yeah. someone comes at him, he might be good. Yeah, but he ain't gonna care about helping helping me out, man. Like Gary Woodland, maybe. You know, Gary Woodland, maybe the other guy. Definitely, I don't want uh, Will Zalatoris for multiple reasons. <laughs> Man, this One, is he's tiny and he's got a back injury. You know, like, like I don't want I don't want Will Salatoris either, right? Like, I mean, this is this is no good. You guys brought up Fitzpatrick. I think okay, on the other side of it, I think Will Salatoris is the leader of the clubhouse yeah, right now. It's like you're sitting there and you're like, you're just having a beer with him because like you're talking about, hey man, I'm sorry you're injured. Like, you know, you're just trying to console him and all of a Next thing you know, you find yourself in a fight and he's all like, I can't do anything. I got a, I got a back issue, man. And I weigh 97 yeah, pounds. Like, I, I weigh a buck oh five, soaking wet, and I got a back issue. What do you want me to do? You know. Kevin Streelman, also not a good one to yeah. have. Brian like, I Harmon. Just, I just don't think like I just don't think Willie Z has it in him to break a beer bottle over someone's head. You know, like he's you gotta do what you gotta do. Again, all these things that I believe Tyrrell Hatton not only would do and but has done. Yeah, actually. Zalatoris yeah. would go to break the bottle, it would not break somehow, swing back and hit himself and, and knock himself. Yeah, he'd <laughs> knock himself out on the bar with all that. So one of the things I did find interesting here, some of the news is coming out in these mini camps. And if you've been following along, it's not that we didn't believe that Bryce Young was going to be QB one for the Panthers, but you know, them going ahead and making it known this early, I think is a good thing for us as betters, right? Because then we can start to look at some of these markets in which maybe it was priced in that he wouldn't start until, I don't know, week three or something like that, week four, whatever it might be. So you take a look here. He's been given all the first-team reps at mandatory minicamp. Per the Charlotte Observer, Young has showed off his chemistry with Thielen on a couple of throws, even as the veteran receiver bailed the rookie out on some off-the-mark tosses. Young has looked for Thielen quite often during the off-season program, and the veteran's ability to get open across the middle will be an asset for Young in his rookie season. Thielen made a pair of diving catches on the day, and he probably had the best outing of any of the offensive playmakers during the workout. Now, that is from the Charlotte Observer. We did have a situation in which Adam Thielen went for over 700 receiving yards last year, and what you could only consider to be a down year for him, his prop is set at 600 and a half receiving yards, Kelly. And so, if we're getting news early on here that Bryce Young's definitely going to be the starter – and that Thielen, at least early on, has looked to be his kind of security blanket. So as opposed to a tight end where we say a lot of times, like, oh, we got to get him a tight end for these rookie, you know, for these rookies. Thielen might just be a glorified tight end, yeah. right? Like he might be playing kind of a glorified tight end role here for this Panther squad. And as we know, we just talked about how many guys got to 600 receiving yards last year, right? There were 45 different guys that got there. If 
if we look at Thielen, and again, like it's not like they're going to double team Thielen anyway. Like he's 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 going to get one on one coverage. They still have DJ Chark. They still have Terrace Marshall. Um, it's interesting from a Thielen perspective, and then even from a passing perspective with Bryce Young. 3,500 and a half. I kind of thought that they priced this as if he was only going to start maybe 16, like 15 or 16 games. Mm-hmm. I think that maybe they thought that he wasn't going to get the nod from day one because when you go in, 3,500 yards, if he plays 15 games, is about 233 yards a game. If he plays 16 games, is about 217 yards a game. And if he plays all 17 games, Kelly, it's only 206 yards a game, right, to get to 3,501 yards. For Bryce Young, I don't like to play a ton of overs in these season-long props, but I mean, again, if he's going to play, we can't, we're not going to bake an injury because that's just not what we do if we're playing props for an over standpoint. So if, if we think that the guy can play all 17 games, if he can't throw for 207 yards a game, then the Panthers might be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Maybe we should be betting unders on them and like going crazy on all tunders even or something. So uh, just something to kind of process here. He's going to be the starter, uh-huh. apparently has some chemistry with some of the receivers and stuff going on. And again, if he plays all 17, we're looking for 207 yards a game average. I think it makes a lot of sense. I think for him, he's going to be a guy that I'm going to I'm going to wait wait till I see it with him. Just to, he, he's man, he's so small. He's just so small. I need to see a year I think before I get overly excited about Bryce Young. The, I thought the feeling note that you brought up is that one makes a lot of sense and is very very telling to me. And I think if that's mm-hmm. that's one to keep your eye on, I think as we go here and as we go into training camp and stuff like that, if we start to hear reports like that to continue, because I, I think the way you laid it out makes a ton of sense. Where he th- think of him as that goat, the easy dump off to tight end that these young quarterbacks rely on. Adam Thielen would make a lot of sense to fill that role for Carolina. Yeah, I mean, if you look last year and what it was a definitely a down year for for Adam Thielen, right? I mean, he had seventy he had seventy catches for seven hundred and sixteen yards, right? And so if he kind of becomes more of the go to dude, chain mover, bailout guy, or whatever. It seems very likely that he could kind of equal something close to that, um, w- even with Bryce Young being his quarterback. And you don't even need that 116 extra yards right. that he got. You're just looking for 601 yards out of Adam out of Adam Thielen. So something interesting to kind of look at there. One of the other ones that did catch my eye was the fact that Justin Herbert, according to the Athletics' Daniel Popper, Herbert has attempted five throws of at least 40 yards downfield during a single seven-on-seven workout. Keenan Allen, who got two of those passes, said that the offense will make use of Herbert's cannon under new offensive coordinator Kellen Moore. And in the practice recap, Popper said, this is not Joe Lombardi's offense anymore. That much is clear. And the reason we say that is because Justin Herbert, despite having that cannon that Keenan Allen just spoke of, Ranked 26th. This is criminal, Kelly. 26th in yards per attempt for Justin Herbert last season. 20, there were 25 other NFL quarterbacks that had a higher yards per attempt than Justin Herbert. They should have run Lombardi out of there after five games, if, that, if, if that's <laughs> that the case. Silly. It's just absolutely insane. Um, again, his, his prop, it's not low. It's set at 4,450 yards, but they're going to be a high-volume passing team as it is anyway. They did add a weapon in the draft as well. And then, again, if they're going to be throwing the ball downfield, if they're going to be taking advantage of all of this, it's certainly interesting from a Herbert standpoint as well. Yeah, I like that. I mean, look, I think that that offensive coordinator change is going to be pretty big for them. And, and 
I mean, look, you could you could talk about it two ways, right? It's like, well, the Cowboys talked about all, all they wanted to do is run the ball more. So, mm-hmm. okay, guess what? You got an offensive coordinator yeah. coming in, planning on passing the ball a lot. Um, so, yeah, I, I like that. Well, my, my concern with that team, though, is just the – I mean, they've got one of the premier wide receiver duos in the NFL that can never stay healthy, mm-hmm. right? And it is – it's just getting tiring because, man, I love watching those guys play. And when this team has been healthy the past couple of years, they look really, really good on offense. Boy, I sure I sure hope that this does play out, that we're going to see more of what, of what Herbert can do with, with his arm and what he can do with that arm of his because it's going to be – fantastic to watch when we come back our final u.s open plays at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. A numbers game on v the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas. BetMGM rewards every time you make a wager at BetMGM. You can earn BetMGM rewards points. You can redeem online for bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. If you plan a trip to Vegas, you can also convert those points into MGM rewards points that you can use for dining, shows, hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resort properties up and down the Strip and nationwide. Sign up at BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions do apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer you the resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions, and you must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customers can take advantage of this offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued in non-withdrawable bonus bets, and those expire seven days after issuance. If you do have a gambling problem, as always, please... 1-800-GAMBLER. Kelly, we've have, we have people coming in, and then before we get to our picks here for the U.S. Open, we're going to continue this golf discussion of who you'd want sitting next to you at the bar if you, if you had to get into a bar fight, who's got your back. And then, and then we just remembered, how did we leave John Rahm yeah. off the list? We're talking about a yeah. big old dude who has, who has had anger issues in the past. Now he's a little bit better about those anger issues. on the, But we have seen this guy get as mad at himself as he can, as you can possibly be at a human being. Now take all of that anger 
and put it towards somebody else working for us in our favor to go along with what looks like to be a some meaty legs, mm-hmm. you know, got some junk in the trunk to put some real, you know, power behind a, a good punch. Like, I think Rom is 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 right on up there. I think you made your your final standings here. I did, I did. This is uh, look, this has been a, a a hot topic on the show. We've got a lot of tweets. Trip Tepper, thank you for tweeting in, uh, providing background research that apparently Pat Perez told Colt Nost on his podcast a few years ago uh, that he was basically asked the same question. And uh, Trip says he snap called with Jason Kokrak, which I can also I can Big see guy. that. Yeah, I can see that. Creepy eyes. Creepy yeah, eyes. I don't yeah. trust his smile. I mm. think there's something always going on there. I, I I'm I'm with him on that. So I, look, I'm sure there's a lot of things on this show we probably didn't do perfect today. Biggest oversight though was not having John Rom at the uh, brought up in this yeah. conversation. So uh, I'm gonna go with Rom number one. Hatton number two, but if we're going pound for pound, it's still Hatton number one. And uh, Jason did uh, tweet in as well, like, we we can't leave Shane Lowry off of Yes, there. so Shane Lowry's so, three. That was an oversight by yeah. us as well. You're right. Shane Lowry, three for me. And then Jason Kokrak, I'm putting four. And But I think we overwhelming, if we're doing the podium for guys that we would rather not have, it's got to be Willie Z is the word. Like, yes. there's just Not a big dude to begin with. Got a back injury? I mean, like, come on. Like, we don't want an injured guy. Like, at least with Colin. Colin's second for me, by the way. Mark would be second for me. But He'd be yeah. second for you? That's what I'm trying to come up with. Who's even, even close to Will? Well, Colin's small. He seems he's just soft-spoken. And he's there. like, I can't see him getting mad enough to help me. In a, in a bar fight. I feel it's like, just, I mean, I mean, uh, and a couple people mentioned Tiger things uh, about things. I'm like, look, I feel like if, if a bar fight broke out even around Tiger, everybody in the room would be sued. Yeah. Like, there'd be lawsuits coming at you before before you could even do anything. Yeah, I, I'm I'm all right with, go with that one. I'm all right with all with all that. So, <laughs> all right, so let's get back to our betting card here for 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 the U.S. Opening in guys. Uh, talked a little bit about Xander Schauffele. Am on him. Jordan Spieth, who I think not only fits what I'm looking for from a player standpoint, but kind of under the radar has been playing super, super solid golf and didn't just hadn't won yet, which is why I think people aren't paying attention. But, you know, T6 at the Waste Management, T4 at Arnold Palmer, T3 at the Valspar, T4 at the Masters, second at RBC Heritage, and then T5 at the Memorial. Like, he is having a very, very, very good year. And so I do like Jordan Spieth a ton. We talked about Max Homa. Yeah, you know, is what it is. If he's contending, it wouldn't surprise me, but not really the form that I was hoping he'd be in as we would lead into this. That was a bet that was made about two months ago. Um, Matt, I'm just going to yeah. jump in a couple of these here because Xander, we share. I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, bet it this week, same kind of number, same reasonings. This guy's just been in great form recently. Like you said, uh, d- does everything well, right? We know his major mm-hmm. records here. He hasn't been able to come through with the win yet, but I think he's real going to be real live this week. So he's on my card um, as well. Jordan Spieth, I like it. I didn't do anything with him yet, but I do I do like that bet, and it might be something I do add something with him here yet today. And Max Homa, I understand why. I actually didn't make the bet like a mm-hmm. few months out. Completely understand why everybody did. I'm with you. I think if you did have a cash-out option on a 50-to-1 or something now, I would use it probably mm-hmm. um, and just get, get off that position. Uh, but I, I like what you got so far. Uh, Colin Morikawa is a guy that I took at 38 to one and got a little bit more at 40 to one. It's one of those things where, look, this guy he had some back spasms. He didn't want to put in jeopardy being able to play in this tournament. So he pulled out of the Memorial. He was two strokes off the lead. And Kelly, if, if Colin Morikawa had gone on to win that tournament, Colin Morikawa would be in the low twenties. And the fact that we're getting him in the thirties, 
I think is just a an overcorrection here. I, I like him a lot. He's number one in this field in those long iron approaches that mm-hmm. we value so much. He's number two in this field in the short stuff, which we think we might see some layup situations on some of these holes where uh, 100 to 125 yards. He's uh, number two in the entire field. He's 10th in good drives. So we want someone that's not spraying it all over the place. And he's actually 17th in lag putting, which I think is pretty interesting this week because we have really, really big greens. And I just don't want dudes leaving themselves tricky second putts. I want them putting it close. And he's actually 17th in lag putting, though. He's not great. He's not a great putter. Yeah. But he's at least, like, leaving it up there where he's not killing himself from a three-putt perspective. I think that's a good point. Yep. That's going to be real important. The other three, look, these are just guys we always will sprinkle a little bit on long shots, but on on a longer shot from an outright perspective. But these are more plays from a – from a placement market standpoint, but I have Wyndham Clark. I have Mito Pereira. I have Eric Cole. Listen, Wyndham Clark, by the way, T10 at Waste Management, fifth at the Valspar, sixth in Punta Cana. He won the Wells Fargo T12 at the Memorial. Wyndham Clark has been playing some very, very solid golf. He's 21st on the tour this year in strokes gained T to green. He is ninth on approaches from 100 to 125 yards, which is a bucket that we really, really like this week. And in the last 24 rounds, he is fifth in this field in strokes gained approach overall. He has been playing great, great golf. Mito Pereira, shout out to our boy Rick Gaiman, who does give us live stats over there on his site, Rick Rungood. Mito Pereira's actually been playing really, really good golf. This was nothing more than a numbers play for me. I have not watched a single second of live golf. But the where Mito Pereira was showing up in my model, Kelly, I just could not avoid a triple digit on Mito Pereira. But again, more of a placement market bet. I'm going to have some top 40s, top 30s, top 20s type stuff like that. And then Eric Cole, by the way, Eric Cole might be hashtag good at golf, yeah. guys, by the way. Um, hashtag joggers. Yeah, 250 to one. I again, I don't think he's going to win, but second at the Honda, 27th at the Players, fifth at the Mexico Open, 23rd at the Byron Nelson, 15th at the PGA, 24th at the Memorial. He was sixth last week in Canada. Like, this guy is playing very consistent, good golf. A top 40 bet all day long for me on Eric Cole. By the way, Kelly, just a sneaky little maybe if we don't, you know, Maybe a first-round leader bet on an Eric Cole. If you guys remember. um, He's been up there a lot. He was leading the PGA and then got delayed and then came out cold and had to play that, what was it, 16? It's like the hardest hole on the course or whatever it was. He ended up doubling and and not not getting it home. But, again, a guy that showed just this past week in Canada went for 63 in the final rally. He has low rounds. In him for sure. Justin Rose placement market bet. Russell Henley, Siwoo Kim placement market bets. And uh, I have Bryson DeChambeau to miss the cut. And this is just strictly based off. I don't think his game translates here. I I don't think this is going to be a bomb and gouge course. I think if you find yourself in the rough, it's going to make for some really weird shots and some really awkward positionings and, and not going to be able to get where you need to be on these greens to have success. And so I just don't think this course fits Bryson very well. And so I took the plus 178 for him to miss the cut. There, it's a guy we haven't really discussed a lot. He's a guy we haven't really discussed a lot, Bryson. The I don't really – I've seen a lot, a lot of respect, guys that I respect that bet, bet on golf ta- using him as bet, as a bet this week. Oh, yeah. Do you think it's just from the bo- – they, they're thinking bomb and gouge strategy? Because I don't really get it. I otherwise. think they're just looking at his his success at U.S. Opens and courses, like, and, and, and courses that, are, that are typically set up like that. But, like, I just don't think this course is going to play that way. Yeah. So, I'm just, I'm just in a different boat than, than these. I could be wrong. Like, I might right, end right, up looking right. like – I might be looking like an idiot. Like, I'm fading Rory in matchups. I'm fading uh, DeChambeau at every chance that I can get because I just don't think those guys 
are going to be able to, to, to spray it and get away with it. Now, listen, at the PGA, Kelly, if you remember, here's the thing. Yes, Bryson had success, but he didn't have – the, any sort of uh, he didn't have any sort of inherent disadvantage because he actually had a built-in advantage here because if you remember we talked about this on the preview if you were two feet off the fairway it was the same rough than yep. if you were 25 to 25 yards off the fairway not right the case this week not yep. the case this week if you are close to the fairway you're still going to be able to, to play from a, a first cut you're still going to be able to now you might not have the greatest positioning but you're not playing out of this very tricky Bermuda rough right so he had a built-in advantage right there because Guys that even weren't missing all that much were still playing out of the same stuff that he was playing out of, and that's a big advantage for him. You yeah, know? The, the other one of the other big drivers that I'm on a full fade of this week is Cameron Young. He's been a disaster here recently. Uh, I'm fading him. All, all my bets up at vsin.com, uh, Matt Browns as well. Guys, stick around for, for Lombardi line. Our girl, Stormy Bonantoni, going to have a an emotional uh, first segment, I'm almost positive. Used to work for the Vegas Golden Knights. She is also a Vegas born and raised, and so – Big win for her last night as well. So stick around for my girl over there. Thanks for everybody here at A Numbers Game. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.